0: Hi, this is Pastor Manning. Welcome to the Beacon of Hope podcast. Uh, Today I want to speak to you about reflections of the Lord's Day. John wrote in the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 10, in part in that verse, he said, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. It's remarkable because John was exiled, cast off from everyone he knew, separated from his congregation, no longer able to perform His jobs as the preacher or bishop of the church, and yet he was in the Lord's, he was in the Spirit, and he recognized the Lord's day while he was in exile on the Isle of Patmos. Had these thoughts about the Lord's day and reflections on the Lord's day. I'm actually making this recording a little after 11 o'clock at night, after a very full day at Lighthouse Baptist Church. And uh, looking back over it, I thought of these things. First of all, why it's the Lord's day? Why do we meet as a New Testament church? Why do we meet on Sunday? Uh, of course, it's been called the Sabbath by some for years, and you'll read even when the early Sunday schools began, they called them Sabbath schools. Well, the Sabbath was on Saturday. It's It was never, Sunday was never the Sabbath. But why Sunday, why we meet on the, on the Sunday, on the uh, first day of the week, is because that's the day on which the Lord arose from the grave. It's the Lord's day because He rose with power, uh, power over death and power over hell. And because of that, we, uh, we celebrate that day of His resurrection. Of course, He appeared to His disciples the morning and the evening then. We meet twice at our church on Sunday morning and Sunday night. We also have a midweek service on Wednesday evening. And uh, the Lord's Day is set aside to the Lord. Why is it the Lord's Day? It commemorates the greatest thing that uh, any Christian can celebrate, which is the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, some of the joys of the Lord's Day, first of all, is what we remember about the Lord rising. But also, there are joys of the Lord's Day, being able to m- meet with God's people Singing the songs of God, I don't have a a good singing voice. I really don't. And to me, one of the joys is being able to go and join in in the congregational singing at our church when we'll open the good old hymnal and we'll sing the songs of God with an energy and a, and a, a life to them as we sing the old proven gospel hymns and thank God for it. I like that. I like being able to join in with that and with the group, as they sing, and to hear that uh, as the songs of God. Uh, being able to see God's people, being able to fellowship, being able to, to uh, be with like-minded people who love the Bible, who want to serve the Lord, who value eternal things. Then, the preaching of the Word, to have the book of God opened and have that bible bible opened up and explained and 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 taught and preached and illustrated and see the power of it working in people's lives. Thank God for that. I'm glad for that. The joy of the Lord's day is uh, to uh be in and and uh, take time to think of one another, to help one another, to see the children played, to see folks coming in and getting encouraged from a long and Sometimes a difficult week they've been in. Then, how do we make it the Lord's Day? I know it is the Lord's Day, but how do we fully take, take uh, use of that? And number one, we want to be in the house of the Lord because that's the best place to be on the Lord's Day. Number two, we want to keep our minds centered on the Lord and not uh, pumping a bunch of things in, in between services and after the evening service that will uh, deter and detract from what God's tried to deal with us. Uh, it's a mistake many people make <clears throat> to go right out of a church service and turn on a news podcast, go home and turn on that television, uh, start doing whatever they're doing, and putting in things that, if they do not nullify, they dull all the good that's been done in that church service. And make it the Lord's Day. Set it aside. Say, this: this is times for God. This is not a day where I put in my time in Sunday morning church, put in my time Sunday night church, and try to cram as much in the day around as possible and go on with a normal uh, work type week go on or day, go on with a normal business type day, and just tack on church either morning and evening, or some people do either just morning or evening. No, it's the Lord's day. We ought to appreciate it. We ought to honor it. We We ought to rejoice in it. Uh, I believe that uh, you get the most out of the Lord's Day if you start preparing for it the night before. In our congregation, like most places that have very many people in them, uh, we have people who work all different shifts, all different hours. One of my very good faithful men, who's an adult Sunday school teacher, um, in the evening service right now, in the schedule he's on with his work, the evening service is just not a thing that's available to him. And he was telling me the other day that he can foresee and and there's some real things coming down the road in his job and several months ahead and that was, can change things where he could be back on a schedule where he wouldn't have to miss that evening service. And he told me of his longing to be back a part of that service and all, all of that. Um, <clears throat> but uh, just putting and, and giving the preeminence to the things of the Lord and rejoicing in the day Um, but it starts on the night before. Uh, Of course, some people work all on the evening before and come in, and I understand that, but so many of God's people stay up way beyond when they should. They're doing things, and they're taking in stuff that isn't even good for a Christian to take in in the first place, or they're just filling their minds with all kinds of things, and then they get up tired and worn out, not prepared, Set set out the clothes. You're going to get your get your Sunday go to meeting and clothes and get them set out. Uh, get to get find out where all the kids' belts are and line them up and find them because belts have a way of disappearing in the morning. Uh, get prepared. Many a mother could be to church and better prepared if she would just lay things out in the morning. Prepare what's going to be, or at least decide what's going to be eaten. Get a system down. Uh, there are some people who are habitually late for church, and the reason why. It's because they don't organize. They've got to. They've got to be organized. They've got to. They've got to take the steps. And so much of it can be done the night before. Myself as the preacher, I choose what suit I'm going to wear the night before. I get the tie. I get my suit, my tie, my shirt. I get the matching socks. I get everything there together. Why? So in the morning, on on the Lord's day morning, I'm not having to figure all that out, make decisions, all that. It's already done, ready to go. And then. Have an enjoyable trip into church. Maybe listen to some good gospel music or something like that. Don't be listening to radio and and, and the and and the uh, uh, news broadcast as you're coming into church. Your spirit will be so tainted, especially uh, so much of the news is just totally antagonistic to everything that a Bible believer could could hold dear. Don't let that poison you. Come in fresh. Come in looking for a blessing. Even better, come in looking to be a blessing. Pray for your preacher on the way in. Pray for the leadership of your church. Pray for those, those who will guide you into the scripture. You prepare your heart to seek the Lord. And if you'll do these things, I can promise you this, you'll have a good Lord's Day. And those people you come in contact with will be blessed also. And you will help them have a good Lord's Day. But these are just some reflections on the Lord's Day. Take them, use them, think about them. And you have a great rest of your day.